So welcome to the Clubsider podcast. I'm Drew Yeager. Um, if you've been around our community on Facebook for a while, one of the names that you might have seen popping up with a useful comment or um, a reply or a bit of advice or guidance is Butch Cherry. Butch is one of our longest standing members and um, a volunteer in our community on Facebook and just hit a really significant milestone in being four years alcohol free. And I'm really delighted that you're here with us. We've partnered with Lindemann's Wines for our April podcasts. Their winemakers use a spinning comb method to gently remove alcohol while retaining the great Lindemann's taste. They are also proud to announce they're now certified carbon neutral. Lindemann's Wines are available in Asda, Morrisons and Tesco throughout the UK. Hi Butch, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Bill. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm good. So, um, so four years is quite an achievement. Uh, could you have imagined when you started on this journey four no. years ago that you'd be where you are now? No, not 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 a not a bit. I I didn't think. Well, I there for a while. I didn't make four weeks and mm-hmm. uh, four years is it's a pretty good feeling. It really is. I'm I'm very very happy with it. Yeah. So what can you thinking back to the, those four years ago, do you do you remember was there was there one thing that made you think I've got to change or was it a, a build up of things over time? What was it that, that really got you going on your journey? It was uh, it was a build up of things. It was mostly my health was was going bad. I, I, I felt horrible all the time and I just couldn't seem to um I just couldn't seem to get started. I, I didn't mm-hmm. have support group the times before when I tried to quit and um and I did a lot of reading online about what is necessary, what is the most helpful to uh, to change your relationship with alcohol. And, mm-hmm. um, and not having a support group was something I didn't have. And when mm-hmm. I joined Club Soda, well, of course, then I had that and it yeah. It made all the difference. Mm-hmm. So, so, so tell us a bit about you and your on your background. Your your accent gives away the fact that you're not British, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but for but but fill us in some details. Tell us tell us about tell us about you. Um, well, I do live in America. I live in uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, I drive a truck for a living. Um, I'm 64 years old this year, so mm-hmm. I did quit drinking when I was 60, which is mm-hmm. a little late in life. But I'm mm-hmm. glad that I did. And um, uh, that's about it. I, since I quit, I've um, I've um, learned to do things again that I used to enjoy. Uh, my wife and I go hiking mm-hmm. occasionally, and uh, things that I you- didn't have. Pardon you're me. in a you're in a beautiful part of the states to do that. Colorado is is beautiful yes. for hiking. Yes, yes, very lovely. Yeah, the mountains are the mountains are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, gardening, working out mm-hmm. in the yard, and things like that is something I enjoy now, where I used to not. I you know, I yeah. spent too much time drinking, and mm-hmm. just, I waste so much time. It just, yeah. just it's just a total waste. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued by that. How did you? I mean, just in practical terms, what was life like? So you were you were getting in your truck and you were driving, um, yes. but you also were drinking a lot as well. How how on earth did you did you make that work for so many years, or or didn't you? Well, I I, I, <laughs> I hadn't gotten in trouble driving drinking mm-hmm. because I didn't. I my job was too important to me, and I would make sure that I that I was able to drive sober mm-hmm. when I was, when it came time, but when I was off is when I was having the trouble. I was, mm-hmm. I would, I would be off work and immediately that's what the first thing that came to mind was 
was getting a drink, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I did with all my time off. I, off mm-hmm. I'm off three, sometimes four days a week. And, um, and that's how I spent my free time is, was, yeah. uh, was just drinking. Yeah, I, I guess that I guess that's useful for people to know because I think one of the um, images that people have in their mind about people who are having difficulties with drinking is that you drink every day, but you had days where you weren't drinking. Oh um, yes, because you, you were driving. Yes, yeah, I I, I, I didn't drink and drive. I'd, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't do that. So yeah, yeah. But so what was so? Can you can you recall what was going on for you in those in those days off when you when you were drinking? Could you recall what that was about for you? What was motivating your drinking? What was going on? What was it like? Mm-hmm. It, you know, it was just a vicious circle. Uh, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd drink. I'd, I'd go to bed, sleep. I'd get up and I'd drink. It mm-hmm. it, uh, it was just hard to just a hard merry-go-round to get off of. It was, yeah. It was horrible. It, it really mm-hmm. was. I wake up, I feel terrible. And, and, um, after sleeping for eight hours, I'd wake up and I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel rested because mm-hmm. it was alcohol fueled sleep and it just, yeah. it's no good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us about the early days of change. Do you remember back four years ago? What was it? What was it like initially stopping? I, I, and I'm guessing, had you tried before and maybe it hadn't? Oh, yes. Out or? Many, many, many times, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I would always fail. It, it, I, I didn't have the tools that I needed, uh, um, and that's one thing the club soda supplied: um, uh, planning tools, mm-hmm. uh, support, and um, alternative drinks and things like that, which mm-hmm. would seem to work. Yeah, but um, my first week was was hard, and I have uh, <clears throat> I had to leave in the truck, and I was mm-hmm. uh, I was on the road, and I. Um, well, I, I was done for the night and I was going to go get dinner. And usually with dinner, I would get one or two beers, not too much. And then, you know, spend the night in the hotel. But I uh, remember I, um, I posted on the group and I, um, I was getting ready to go get dinner. And, and somebody in club soda said, well, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. And I had to stop and think about it because I didn't have one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I checked out whoop and, mm-hmm. And I, instead of going to the regular restaurant that served beer, I went to one that didn't. Mm. And that was, that, that was the first step. Was it really and, that simple? You just, you just went somewhere where beer wasn't served? Uh, yeah. Wow. It, it, it's, it's something, it, it was a little further to walk, but it was, mm-hmm. it was not a problem. It, it, yeah. and, but, you know, it's, it's little changes like that that made it possible to yeah. me, for me to quit for four years. And that's, a, that's what it does. That's what it takes is little steps. It's just little yeah. things that you do to to change your mindset and to change your habit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you you mentioned uh, at the beginning that health had been an issue for you before you uh, before you quit drinking. How mm-hmm. is your health now? Do you, what do you notice in terms of differences and changes? Well, when I get hangovers, I, Drew, I'd never have the headaches like some people come. I would sometimes, but not usually. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was my stomach. It was just always burbly. It was horrible. It, um, I, I didn't have the energy. My joints ache, mm-hmm. you know, because um, drinking, you know, you're just, it's it's bad for you, and it just just total. My health totally was just bad. Now I feel much better. I I um, <laughs> I had knee replacement surgery lately, and mm-hmm. that I, that's still a little sore. But I I've, I've talked to my wife and actually my doctor, and I says I can't imagine doing this when I was drinking. He says no. Mm-hmm. My doctor says drinking. He says you're not going to heal as well, and yeah, and um, and I just feel so much better now. It's just mm-hmm. it's just amazing the, the difference in just your total outlook, just because you feel better. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, and how about that? How about the rest of life? How, how is the rest? What do you notice? Yeah. What are the big things that you notice having uh, well, changed? Like I said, uh, outdoor activity, I, I, mm-hmm. which I do more now. Um, work, my work ethic is much, much better than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people that I work for have noticed it and have mentioned it and actually have, you know, give me a raise because of it. But uh, my whole everything is just this much better. It's just it's such a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things that you do uh, is that you've you've ended up volunteering for Club Soda for lots of people. Actually, you will be the, one of the main people associated with Club Soda that they interact with, particularly in Facebook groups. And um, and thank you for everything that you do there. But you you get to talk to a lot of people in groups um, about. Uh, what's going on and some of the difficulties and challenges that they face. What 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 are some of the common things that you observe that you know that where people really need help in our in our in our group? I, I think what what I noticed most of what we have a lot of new members, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think what a lot of people need help is just getting that first step. I, mm-hmm. I've um, in fact a, a messenger. I talked to a couple of members, and they you know they mentioned the same thing how do i get started and mm-hmm. and i think the big thing is just make the commitment if you if you want to change how important is that to you what mm-hmm. what are you willing to do to make that happen and it and pretty much in my opinion you have to do whatever's necessary and yeah uh, I, I see uh, a few people have mentioned well my friends you know they don't support me or you know how how do i deal with people that are my mate doesn't support me what do i mm-hmm. do and, and you have to put your you have to put your separate sobriety number one it has yeah. to, you have to it has to be the, the number one priority and then everything yeah. else just kind of seems to fall into place mm-hmm. yeah that is true isn't it lots of people do get stuck at that point i think particularly for for those people who are social drinkers you know where where drinking and hanging out with people is just a big part of your social life um mm-hmm. even at the point where you realize wow my drinking is really affecting me and i need to do something about it somehow people do struggle don't they with that uh, you know, how are my friends going to react, and how yeah. am I going to deal with that? When, um, when I when I made the commitment to quit, I my, I wasn't just socially drinking; I was making a lot on my own at home mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. which is it's, just, it's a horrible thing to do. But yeah. also social drinking. I a lot of the people that I used to they they were my drinking buddies, and you know they weren't really some of them, some of them weren't true friends. They were just people I drank with, and we would of course joke and tell the same old jokes and stories and. You know, it seemed uproariously hilarious at the time, but mm-hmm. you know, I look back on it now, and it, 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 I, what I, I just don't understand how what my thinking was. But mm-hmm. these guys that I used to drink with, I, I just I disassociated myself from them. I don't I don't see them. Some of my I, I still see occasionally, mm-hmm. but it's you know they know that I've quit, and um, I just don't hang around with them anymore. I, I, mm-hmm. it, 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 I have no desire to see them for the most part, just because yeah. they weren't true fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that? That that must be quite a significant thing to go through though, you know, to, to feel like you, you know, it was a feeling of loss associated with suddenly there's this group of people that I don't associate with. Do you, have you, have you been able to compensate that for any way by making new friendships and, and relationships? And, and it's somewhat, and I, I'm not as close to, with my job, a lot of what I do, you're you're alone, and mm-hmm. so 
I, I don't have a lot of time to um, interact with other people. Some of the people I work with, I've gotten a lot closer with. Um, mm-hmm. One of the guys that I work with, he's actually an AA. He passed. Um, he passed ten years here um, just a few months ago. Wow! And uh, so I, I talk to him quite a bit. When we have uh, an event at work, he um, he he will hang out with me. Because if there's beer served, well, he doesn't want to be around it, and he knows that I don't drink, so we'll just kind of stick, you know, together. Mm-hmm. But uh, things like that. And um, one of my super my ex supervisors, he left, but he didn't drink, and and I've, you know, because of that, we have that in common. I've I got a little closer to them than I normally would have. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as going out and making new friends, I haven't done a lot of that. Uh, my relationship with my wife is much better than it was. Yeah, and. Um, but as far as new friends, I don't think I've actually gone out and made mm-hmm. any. Yeah, so. yeah. No, fair enough. Um, uh, and you, you know, as you say, if your if your relationship with your um, significant other is improving, that's a that's a good thing, right? What, oh, yes. what kind of what kind of what kind of effect has this um, change had on your on your relationship over the past um, four years? With who now? With your wife. Uh, how is it? How how would you say your relationships changed? Well, we're a lot closer than we were. We do a lot mm-hmm. more things together. Um, so, something that I've <laughs> something that we've been able to do is to make more uh, trips. We've actually mm-hmm. traveled to uh, England and Italy a couple of years ago because mm-hmm. of the money that I saved on on alcohol. Amazing. And uh, also, we've made some 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 short trips, and we've you know that's we've grown a lot closer because of that. Mm-hmm. So. It's uh, the, and all of that, the, the short trips that I've made, the, the trip to Europe and all of that, it's um, it's the money that we save from not buying booze. That's extraordinary. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a difference. It really is. And, uh, you know, looking back, I look back over the past many years and I, you know, I think now, what was I doing? What, mm-hmm. what, what, what was I thinking? And you just don't yeah. realize, you know, you, I think what happens, Drew, is you get stuck in the same old routine mm-hmm. and you don't know anything better. You don't know anything yeah. different. So you just continue. And, it, and like I said before, it's, it's just like a miracle. Man. You just can't get off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is. I think that is true. I think it's very easy to get um, stuck in a life that is, you know, sometimes more than just a bit crappy, you know, a life mm-hmm. that can be really difficult and painful. Um, but because you don't know any better, you don't do any better and you get, and it's really easy just to remain stuck there forever. So, you know, kudos to you for having actually made such a significant um, change um, and, a, and, and a change, you know, relatively later in life. Hopefully you have many, many decades ahead of you, but, you know, but, you know, relatively later in life, you know, there is something, isn't there, that, that some people kind of go, oh, it's just too late to change. You know, I, I'm, there's no value in doing it, but you, you don't have that attitude, right? No, it's never too late to change. And I, it's, never, it's never too late and it's never too early. And, and, one thing that burns alcohol makes it's a horrible companion. It, mm-hmm. it, it gives you nothing. It just takes. And um, and some of these members that we have at Club Soda, they're younger people that I noticed that they had the same thinking that I have now at a much younger age. And you know, go for it if, if you know if you decide to quit drinking, do it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And and if if uh, if you decide that you still want to drink and you want to moderate, well. Good for you. I, I, mm-hmm. I personally can moderate, but I know there are a lot of people who can. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, alcohol will always be there if you ever want to go back to it. Just give it a try. Just see what it's like not to um, not, not to let that be such a big part of your life and just see what happens. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things I think that we know from people doing our courses is that um, the people who make the slowest progress are the people that when we ask them, how are you going to change your drinking? And we say, are you going to go alcohol free or are you going to try moderating in some way? They're the people who go, I don't know. You know, and it's for those people who get stuck at that. I know that I need to change, but I don't know how to change. I don't know which of these routes is going to work for me. People who just stay stuck there, obviously, they make the slowest progress, right? But actually, kind of making a solid decision one way or another, just and try mm-hmm. it and yeah. see if it works for you. It just, yeah. You know, I remember one time when I was trying to moderate. I, I, I um, where I live in Colorado, they have three point two percent beer. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I was having a hard time of it and, and hung over a lot. And so I made the commitment, I'm only going to drink 3.2 beer from now on. And that, that lasted for about a day and a half. It, mm-hmm. it, just, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And um, it just, it, I, 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 you know, there's something I learned at Club Soda. And, and Laura had told us this. If you, you know, quit for four weeks or a month, it gives you a chance, you buy a chance to um, reset mm-hmm. alcohol. And, and give it that much time and then see how you feel if you do want to try to moderate. And, I, you know, I I would be willing to say that most people, after they give it that much time, they feel that good. Just, you know, continue on because it's, mm-hmm. it's only going to get better. It really yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I so I'm somebody that I I drink moderately. I, although my moderate drinking, I had five alcoholic drinks last year. You know, that's the sum total of my drinking in 2020. Yeah, good for um, you, buddy. That, that 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 is not most that is not most people's definition of moderate drinking, right? But um, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think. I mean, I certainly notice the difference when I'm, you know, when I've when I've been alcohol free, not just for a month, but for two months, for three months. You know, you you do feel changes in you over that time, and all of those things are good. Have you ever had this feeling of um, though? Because this is something that people worry about. This feeling that if you're not drinking, somehow that you're missing out. You know, people do feel a real sense of loss sometimes when they when they stop drinking. Has that ever affected you? When I first started, yes, I did have a minute, uh, feeling of missing out. Um, something that helps is alcohol-free beers. Right? If, uh, if, if with a group, say, mm-hmm. and it's been a while with the lockdown. We, my wife and I, have been out with people for a while, but yeah, uh, the last time we were out, you know, they were sharing a bottle of wine, and I would have my alcohol-free beer. And no, I'm not missing out. And and you know, and it doesn't even have to be that for me. I'm I'm not particular. It doesn't matter. Um, Club soda and cranberry juice is fine, but if I feel as though I have an adult drink, I don't want to drink Coke or Pepsi or whatever. I mm-hmm. want something that's that's an adult drink that yep. is non-alcoholic. But no, that mm-hmm. that something like that helps. You feel like you're you're joining in on the conversation, and um, you you still are enjoying an adult drink. It's just nice. That's not alcohol, mm-hmm. and you know most people that, that I know that I associate with now. They don't care if if you're not drinking. They don't they don't make an issue of it. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, D- uh, yeah. That's certainly true. You know, in, in my circle of friends, I'm not going to say it's been easy. You know, there are a couple of friendships which are tricky because we did do a lot of drinking together, um, and it's difficult to make that transition. But you know, I've got most of my friends don't care. You know, they want to yeah. hang out with me. It's, they, they're not interested in whether we drink together or not. Actually, spending time together is the thing, which is which is really important. And you can do that whether you're drinking or not, right? 
And, you know, it's nice for them if you're not drinking and they are. If they need somebody to drive them home, there you are. <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, always a win. Always a win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Completely agree with that. Um, so, Butch, I, I wanted to I wanted to get your um, I wanted to get your top tips, really, for people who are right at the beginning of this journey. You've got four years of experience under your belt um, and you are, you know, as I know, you know, from um, the work that you do in our um, in the Club Soda Facebook group, you are really happy to share your experience and your advice and your tips to help people get started. What if if somebody's listening to this, if they're on the verge of going, OK, I, I'm going to change, I need to change. What are the what are the most important things that somebody can do to get themselves started? The, the first thing I would tell them is, is to um, keep the positive attitude. If, mm-hmm. if you go in thinking this is going to be so hard or it's going to be impossible or or. God, how am I going to do this? You know, that, that, that's not the attitude to have. No one thinking, I, I can do this. You know, I, I can change. Of course, you can change, but I can do this. And and I th- and that's one of the top tips that I got when I joined Club Soda. It was one, mm-hmm. in fact, it was one that it was the admin that when I joined Club Soda, one, any of the admins could let you in. And this was uh, her, her name was Lorna. And she's the one that added me to the group. And that's, I, she said that to me. One of the top mm-hmm. tips is, Keep a positive attitude. Uh, another one I would say is do your planning. Use mm-hmm. use the whoop. Click click on the link for whoop, and it's mm-hmm. a four step planning tool that works. It, and yep. and it, it doesn't. You know, it's not something that's that complicated to do. It only takes a few minutes, mm-hmm. and it it, it, it works. Um, yeah. um, whatever alcohol free drinks are to you, whether it be club soda uh alcohol free beer or whatever a mocktail have that because then you don't feel like you're missing out mm-hmm. um remember why you want to do this what what yeah. are the important reasons why why did you why did you decide to change your drinking mm-hmm. and keep that in the forefront of your mind that's what's important and the people that are that are not supporting you they don't matter but the people yeah. that do matter are those that you care about and who care about you and who want to see you change. Yeah. That, that, think, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think, I think that's right. I think, you know, the, the whole point of one of the, one of the things in, in the, in the WOOP process is, um, and the reason that it's important is because it's not just about wishful thinking, right? It's about recognizing that there are going to be obstacles. There are going to be things that are going to go wrong and it's about making a plan to address those. And I think, one of the yeah. other things that happens, you know, and, you know, people, you know, many people can do a week, maybe two weeks alcohol free or um, and then people hit a roadblock. And I think a couple of things are happening in that. One is that people have hit an obstacle that was entirely predictable, you know, whether it's Friday night with your friends or whether it's a, a bottle of wine with your partner or it's, you know, Whatever happens, you know, those kind of obstacles are really predictable, but also people forget why they started in the first place. And so you're right, reminding yourself of your intentions, you know, even if you don't think it's a good idea right now, at some point, there was a part of you that said, okay, no, this is the thing which I'm going to do. So you need to remember what what motivated you at that point. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and I think what happens a lot of times, like two weeks or three weeks down the road, you you seem to forget us, you know, you've, you've been successful this period mm-hmm. of time and, and you seem to forget some of the reasons why you quit or you forget how it was when you yeah. were drinking heavily. Yeah. And, and that's, you can't, you know, that doesn't help you. You need to yeah. 
to be <clears throat> resolute about what you're going to do and and keep your focus, keep your eye on the goal and 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 then don't don't think I can have one or two or you know maybe just this one night out because it turns into several more or several mm-hmm. more days. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, talking of talking of uh, what motivates you, obviously, you know, four years on, things have changed, right? There's a there's a lot that's different about your life. Um, what motivates you to keep going? Um, my relationship with my wife, um, my health. I'm I'm healthier now than I was four, five, six years ago. I feel much better, mm-hmm. and I want to continue to do the things that I do now that I, that I didn't have time for while I was drinking. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to go hiking, you know, with the lockdown, we, we aren't doing a lot of traveling. And as soon as that's done, we're, we're going, I, there's so, so many places I want to see places I mm-hmm. want to go. Uh, I, we we want to come to England. I, I want to meet you guys again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. I, I, it's, it's something I'm really looking forward to. And the money saved. It's another mm-hmm. thing that motivates me. I, I look at, you know, we, we work hard for our money. Mm-hmm. Why waste it on something that's going to take your motivation or, or your drive away? And, and mm-hmm. so now we put that to, to do things that we want to do. And, and that is, that's a big motivator to me. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned travel after um, lockdown. How are you guys doing with the uh, pandemic in Colorado? I mean, we're doing much better. My, my wife got her second vaccine mm-hmm. yesterday. Yep, and I, I think I, I should be in the next tier, and I think when that happens, it's going to be much better. In Colorado, we are still restricted. My wife works for the school district, and they, uh, after spring break, uh, in a couple of weeks here, they're going to have all the kids back in school all the time, and that's a big step. Yeah. And, you know, with my travels where I work, it, it depends on where you are with with where where the lockdowns are, mm-hmm. and and some states that I go to, they they're basically wide open now mm-hmm. so but it's i don't think it's as bad as what it is for you guys over there i think we're a little more open than what you are yeah yeah yeah. i was just i was just wondering though because one of the one of the things that we've definitely seen in the last year is um people drinking more to cope with the stress of the pandemic mm-hmm. um how have you been how have you been coping with um uncertainty and the difficulty of that how's that been for you well, it, it hasn't affected me that much. I, I had my job still, so I've still been mm-hmm. getting out. Um, there's a lot of people that are locked down or have, they're struggling with it. I I have read, well, the homeless problem is a lot bigger. And, and of course, drug use now is up and the alcohol sales are, are up that I've, I've read about. But as far as me personally, it hasn't really affected me that much. You know? mm-hmm. And so, so I, I know it sounds like a really obvious. I know the answer to this question is no, I haven't. But, but, um, but you've you haven't felt uh, an urge to drink during lockdown to deal with no, stress. Not at all. No, no, not really at all. Uh, I don't yeah. have a. You know, to be honest with you, I don't have much of an urge to drink at all anymore. I, I, you mm-hmm. know, occasionally I'll get a slight a slight twinge. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I you know, and I actually wonder sometimes. I wonder what what it would be like. Mm-hmm. to have a drink and you know i to be honest with you i think i'd probably get sick to my stomach because i i reprogrammed my mind to where yeah. i think it was as, as poison these days and mm-hmm. and i just don't want to put it in my i just don't want to drink it yeah 
Yeah, no, absolutely. My uh, my my dad stopped drinking. My dad's in his mid seventies, and he stopped drinking two years ago. And um, he occasionally, um, uh, you know, thinks about having a drink. And I do say to him, you know, you know, half a pint of beer, and you would be on the floor. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know with me, if I if I were to, if I were to buy alcohol now, it would probably be beer. Mm-hmm. But you know, in my old my old life and my drinking career. It would be beer, and that would be like priming the pump. And then mm-hmm. after that, it, it would be whiskey or vodka or whatever I, you know, whatever urge hit me. That would be next, you mm-hmm. know, next. And then it'd, it'd be all downhill from there. But I, I have no desire. You know, that I, one of the other admins, she said many times, you know, you want to not just quit drinking, but you want to build a life to where it doesn't interest you at all, to where you don't feel the need to yeah. drink. Yeah. And I, I feel as though that's where I am. I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I just have no desire to anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on your on your four thank years you. and long thank may you. long may it continue. And thank you so much for everything that you do in the club soda community as well. You no, make an I, enormous I, I, difference. So, I, I owe you guys so much. I really do. I, you, you guys are just fantastic, and and you, you're changing people's lives. You're saving people's lives. You're, you're you're it's just amazing what you guys do. I I I can't, I can't thank you enough for for what you've done for me. It's just amazing. Oh, thank you, Butch. Um, so if you're interested uh, in um, getting to know Butch and uh, meeting other members of the Club Soda community, you can find us on Facebook um, and you can also find us at joinclubsoda.com where we've got courses and articles and uh, this podcast and lots of other things. So whether you are somebody who wants to cut down or take a break or stop drinking completely, we are here for you. Um, whatever. This has been the Club Soda podcast and I'm Drew Yeager. Cheers. is brought to you by Club Soda. You can find out more about what we do on joinclubsoda.com and on our social handles at joinclubsoda.com.